What is going on, everybody? This episode 60, 77 of Pop Culture Crisis. We're one. We're like 30 seconds in, and we've already got one gaff. Awesome. so mm-hmm. we're off to a fantastic <laughs> start. Uh, I am here with my co-host. Introduce Hi. yourself, please. Hi, that was like early. Hi, I'm Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. How are you doing today? I'm okay. A little bit stressed, like... Everything, everybody's a little bit stressed here at work. I don't think it really interests the people outside of work. It's just, you know, it's work stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, along with us to deal with all that stress is our co-host for the day. Introduce yourself, please. I am Sarah Patch Lids over from Timcast IRL. And I do have to say it is weird having such a highly public job. Most people just deal with their work stress privately. Mm-hmm. We are like in the public eye constantly. So I wonder weird. if that's how um, reality TV shows kind of stars are. Yeah. Like, they can't deal with their privacy unless they like, tell like all the camera crew like hey don't record me in my bedroom Leave or me bathroom alone. yeah <laughs> like that's the only safety zone mm-hmm. excluding big brother where they actually record you in the bedroom for some Yuck. weird reason i'm i'm sure there's like uh they they can sit, call camera off or, yeah. or, or maybe they just have like phrases that they can say that they know will get the camera turned off like with for me what i used to do for the vlog if i didn't want to be in the vlog i would just call nick uh, I, I just Talk address Nick yeah. <laughs> because he's, he's behind the camera, so he can't technically uh, use that footage because I'm, I'm breaking the fourth wall. So I was like, hey, Nick, how you doing, buddy? And he'd stop recording immediately. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I broke the That's code. <laughs> how do you do it? Like, what's your code? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really have a code, but I've told him, I'm like, ah, I don't want to be recorded all the time. Mm-hmm. So he'll kind of ask me. Like, I have told him, like, if I go, like, don't record this part, maybe he includes it sometimes like he has included some stuff that i told him not to include there's a lot uh-huh and he probably gives you less leeway he probably just is like i'm just gonna film miracle <laughs> we need to, we, we yeah. need miracle material yeah the only time he actually has um edited some stuff when i say like something outlandish that's funny that's been known to happen here on this show as <laughs> yeah, well that's right uh, so yeah uh, heard. <laughs> uh, yes yes we, we mm-hmm. that is the conversation we sh- that shall not be named and ever again mm-hmm. uh we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff today we're gonna talk about uh this insane article uh, about Bella Hadid that I found out is apparently less uh, it's it's more common than I thought mm-hmm. uh, which is scary we're going to talk about uh, turning red so Miracle mm-hmm. can rant and I can point out to you just how bullying is done in, in Hollywood now mm-hmm. and how they bully their way into good ratings and then I am going to create my own hypothesis about why I believe Kim Kardashian is in fact a bona fide genius mm-hmm. not just smart a PR genius mm-hmm. uh and then we've got podluck we're going to talk about uh miss marvel i'm sure miracle has her own things to say about miss marvel her face says it all right now uh and then miracle has a story about vtubers that's going to be uh mm-hmm. very exciting so i want brett to apply for this we'll, we'll, oh see, boy. we'll, we'll get to podluck <laughs> and i'll consider yeah maybe i'll just quit this job uh so if you guys are ready let's say we just get mm-hmm. right into it yeah all right yeah. so this article is from the daily mail uh there it is i remember to shout them out i always i always have trouble remembering to shout out article like headers and stuff i mean to do that but it says, uh, there is a special place in hell for her. Bella Hadid's mother, Yolanda, is slammed. That's all caps, slammed. Uh, online for allowing the model to get a nose job when she was just 14 years old. And it is revealed that she now regrets her decision. 14 years old. So uh, a year after 13, uh, you're not 15. You're like still two years from getting a driver's license. You, uh, I mean, you're barely into puberty right at that point. So that is very, very scary. Um, So it says Bella 25 opened up about getting the procedure, uh, about getting the procedure during an interview with Vogue magazine. She admits that she regretted going under the knife. So it Mm -hmm. says, 
Bella Hadid's mother. Uh, now she's the one. Her sister's uh, Gigi, right? Yeah. yeah. Gigi. I had never heard of them until like a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't know why I because uh, they've been around apparently for a long time. And yeah. I, they started I dating some big names. That um, must be. It. It's also um, Gigi was the one that made a slightly in a um, very offensive mockery of Melania Trump too. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. okay. I missed that. Yeah. Right. So she like was trending when Trump was still president because of it. Okay. So Bella Hadid's mother, Yolanda, has come under a furious fire for allowing the model to get a nose job at the age of 14. Bella, now 25, who she previously did not, who previously denied getting any work done, recently opened up about getting the procedure during an interview with Vogue, admitting for the first time that she went under the knife as a teenager while voicing her regret uh, at ever undergoing plastic surgery. Now, does she? Now, I would like to know: Does she regret ever going under plastic sur- surgery, or does she regret going under plastic surgery that young? I have to assume that if they allow this to happen, that their that your core architecture there is already done developing. At, I, I feel like it wouldn't be an allowed procedure if, if it was going to affect your facial development. Does that make yeah. sense? That is an interesting question. I actually don't know. I don't think that you're done developing by the time you're 14. Well, I know your brain doesn't. Your, your body's right. still growing, but is right. your like uh, your your skeletal structure, how does that work? Like, that's very interesting to me. Like, you'd think that they would, uh, I'm guessing they caution heavily against it, uh, against doing yeah, this. Yeah, I wonder how they made this happen. But um, you guys have to also remember Kylie Jenner, so Kim Kardashian's youngest mm-hmm. sister, she got surgery done on her lips at age 17. But that's just like injections, right? That's, yeah, that's, so that's like, like Juvederm or, or, uh, yeah. or whatever that stuff is that they inject into your lips. Mm-hmm. That's non-invasive. She, um, she got flil- fillers Fill in. Okay, yeah. so yeah. less invasive than... And she was a little older. She's yeah, she was a little bit older, but then you guys, there's... They do this young. They do it young. Like there's a lot of women in Hollywood or in LA and California in general who do it at a young age. Um, I know like this one girl, her name is the Beverly Hills brat and she got work done. I think around the same age as Bella and then same thing with Beverly Hills princess. She got it before she was 18. She got a total of hundred K well, that could just be wow. that just be a couple of operations. I mean, that's probably like two yeah. operations. No, 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 no. No insurance no, she got, Yeah. She got a lot of it done. Like, she tried to make herself exactly how, like, Kim looks. Like, that. everybody has, like, a standard look. Right now, it's the Kim look. Yeah. So it says, uh, now many people have bashed the runway star's mom, Yolanda, who's 58 years old, for allowing her teenage daughter to get cosmetic surgery at such a tender age, with some even accusing the former reality star for encouraging the then 14-year-old's desire to alter her appearance. I think those are valid um, criticisms, uh, g- given you're also, you're not... Uh, it's not like you know the family, so mm-hmm. uh, it's it's still outside looking in. Uh, but it says so. Uh, I, I over here on the side, it says the age restrictions for for nose jobs. The minimum age for rhinoplasty procedures, aka nose jobs, varies in different parts of the world, with the general age being in the mid-teens, with parental consent considered. Mm. Here in the UK, surgery can take place once the facial skeleton and bone is developed, generally around age 15 in girls. Uh, while the U.S., where Bella lives, it can be done as young as 13 or 14 in girls. Oh, okay. So the science has changed or is very uh, heavily influenced by whatever uh, lobbying groups are used to uh, influence. Because I'm guessing that uh, these procedures are done by the American, me- you know, the uh, requirement would be American Medical Association, right? Would uh, would be what yeah, deems whether it's like, so. but which is then pressured by government organizations to pick 
uh, an age that they believe is uh, is right. I'm assuming that there's pressure on all sides from both sure. government and private entities. So if we can't even decide on when a girl's face is done developing between countries, it just shows you how... Uh, how uh, much of a, a crap show all of this is. Agree. Uh, so uh, we're going to go down here to the U.S. Uh, it says the uh, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons uh, suggests rhinoplasty be, rhinoplasty can be performed when the nose has completed ninety percent of its growth, which can occur as early as thirteen or fourteen, and fifteen or sixteen, uh, mm. four, thirteen or fourteen in girls, fifteen or sixteen in boys. So they're like they won't, they don't make you wait till hundred um, percent. Interesting. That is very interesting. According to the American Academy of Pediatrics, rhinoplasty surgery can be performed before the age of 18. However, teens need a parent to sign a, a rhinoplasty consent form. Uh, and what I found is that this is the most common of under uh, of uh, teenage plastic surgery. Uh, so I've, this is from WebMD. Mm-hmm. It says teens in plastic surgery. It says, right, uh, it says, why do teens seek plastic surgery? It goes through all this stuff that talks about it. it says, uh, according to the American uh, Society of Plastic Surgeons and Reconstructives, in 20, in Reconstructive Surgeons, in 2020, nearly 20, 230,000 cosmetic surgeries and nearly 140,000 non-invasive cosmetic procedures were performed on teens teens ages 13 to 19 some of the most i mean wouldn't that be 13 to 18 i guess no they're saying teens so yeah. you're still a teen at, at 19 mm-hmm. uh some of some of these procedures include nose jobs that's the first one they list nose jobs correction of protruding ears uh two large breasts asymmetrical breasts and scarring caused by acne or injuries mm-hmm. uh like acne or injury scarring that one makes sense mm-hmm. to me i mean if your family can afford it i guess i understand it but most people i feel like it used to be a virtue to teach someone to love yourself and be comfortable with who you are imperfections and all uh, other people will make the argument like if we have this technology why not use it uh, I, I think it's it's more to me to do with your emotional development at mm-hmm. that age and you're not learning to deal with imperfections exactly. in a way that you have to be able to physically handle in the real world because in the future, those imperfections are going to be related to things that you can't physically control. Exactly. That kind of reminds me, uh, like this is kind of on subject and off subject, um, like little girls, like it was popular in the UK. Parents allowed like their kids even younger than 14 to get surgery to cut off their labia lips <gasps> because they felt like it looked I wasn't ugly. ready for that. Well, that was kind of uh, unexpected. Sorry, like, <laughs> sorry. Is that like a cultural thing? No, it's because, um, you know how um, porn, it's... <laughs> stink bug. Um, the stink bug didn't like that sorry, conversation surprise. either. He's like, Shh. That was uh, Smithers. Yeah. yeah, he's keeping an eye on you. <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, basically, like, porn is like a open thing now that people can access for free and like i think little kids have access to it and they see it and that's why they ask their parents can i get it like cut because like that's extremely disturbing that's so wild and like some of these parents do say yes and like some doctors some doctors are okay with it others have like spoken out about it and they're like no you tell your kids they're gonna grow out of it because like they don't realize what you see there is not the same thing like you down there stop exposing your kids to that i know that yeah so it kind of reminds me of that like good for her um bella that she got sur- um basically a surgery for her nose some people do it for cosmetic reasons some for health reasons but again like you need to tell your kids like you don't need it right now wait until you're a little bit older right. where you grow into it because like the labia surgery basically was like the creepiest thing it's i horrible. ever heard yeah and i couldn't believe like in europe they actually passed it where it's like okay for them to do it i looked that up yeah. wait mm-hmm. so 
Is it possible that uh, the rhinoplasty they're talking about here mm-hmm. could be breathing related for other people? Um, some people, it's because like um, it's a suck. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, deviated septum. So, if, yeah. so this could be, the, these might not all be cosmetic. It might be somebody with breathing issues. Yeah, yeah, but that's called a septal restructure, okay. I think. It's yeah. Okay, so it says, yeah. uh, down here it says, what are the most common plastic surgery procedures for teens? Uh, the top one is rhinoplasty. It mm-hmm. says nose reshaping or a nose job is the most common cosmetic procedure requested by teens. The nose must have reached uh, its adult size before surgery can be considered. The nose has usually finished growing by age 15 or 16 in girls and age 16 to 17 in boys. Now, Make note that they're what we're getting is two completely different stories here because mm-hmm. they let a fourteen year old do it, but here they're telling you that uh, it's not even done growing until fifteen or sixteen. Mm-hmm. If you scroll down though, it says the ASPS offers these guidelines for teens considering plastic surgery. The first point is that the teen must initiate the request rather than a parent, mm-hmm. yeah, and must have realistic goals and expectations. So I'm curious if that's new or if that was in place when. Bella went through with this because she's like blame, kind of made, blaming her mom for this. That would have been about nine well, years ago. She's so. just embarrassed because people found out she lied about not being She should have been on. honest then. Well, like a lot there of... There might have been like uh, legal implications. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just didn't want to deal with the fallout of it back then. Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. Like now it feels like it's more an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be mad for a couple of days and people will move on. Right. Whereas if she was 18 when this comes out mm-hmm. uh, and they find out something like this happened, it could have more uh, immediate consequences. Yeah. So the other ones are autoplasty, which is ear pin back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe done by the age of five or six. Oh, chin wow. augmentation or reshaping of the chin in case you want to be Batman one day and you want you got to have that really like you, you know, guys just... have to remember a lot of these if you read it you tell your kids don't worry about it now yep. wait until you grow into it like the ear thing basically you grow into your ears yeah. like I met a lot of kids who had big ears and they didn't like it they wanted to get that surgery but they waited and now it's and like it grew into it it's it not grew something into I ever it. even noted like there's a couple of actors who have like really wide ears that mm-hmm. un- until somebody pointed out to me I never noticed well, it bothers some people it like, does I but... just wear a hat if I just, I just wear a hat all the time <laughs> your headphones well, no, or, yeah. well, or just like yeah. a hat like this it right. covers up some space there Perfect. there's also a trick is. to like fix it like if you're a girl you can wear your hair covered it or like when you sleep on your side you sleep on top of your ear instead of letting it frail out because like some people don't that would really it, pay attention how do they do it? that like do, what if they move what if you they roll this. over in their you sleep like, wrap you it, do this so oh you, you wrap it no so basically you um, just push it back you push it back and then like huh weird that's but what the if trick. you move yeah in your sleep? I mean, so you've ever well a lot some people because i um watched this youtuber um uh, her her YouTube channel is Tiff and Case and Casey, I mean, and she talks about it because both of them have that ear problem. Hmm. And she was like, "Yeah, that's how like I fixed it. I hated it when I was a kid, but wow. you, you like, train it. Mm-hmm. You have to train it and- to mold because your body, even though like you're older now, she's like in her thirties um, or early forty. No, thirties. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Tiffany. Um, basically, you train your body because your body is still moldable." So like even like your nose or you remember the Mew um, treatment where you put your tongue on top of your roof to get a sharper jawline? No, I, I don't know anything about that. that. Oh, yeah. it was a weird trend Thank on God. TikTok. <laughs> like basically you do that. You put your tongue above the mm. on the roof of your t- teeth and like it helps you develop a stronger jawline. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because How do you prove that? How do you prove that that's what caused it? Maybe it. you were just going to grow into that strong oh, no, jawline. Maybe, but it's just weird like people have done it 
but it takes years to do it and like <laughs> it will look weird because like you will have like a sharp little jaw right here weird, weird. <laughs> okay so uh just to, i just wanted to point this out this is the third article related to this topic it says bella hadid says she regrets her plastic surgery oh, i wish i had kept the nose uh of my ancestors see <clears throat> see no i i don't know if boohoo is fair here because say she wanted this when she was 14 and you really really wanted this when you're 14 it should have been her mom's job to say, look, you don't need this surgery, or at the very least, you need to wait until you're old enough that you can make this decision for yourself. Right. But this is also uh, nine years ago, mm -hmm. what was acceptable or popular for a Hollywood model uh, is not the same as mm -hmm. what is now considered in, right? Like you said earlier, yeah. Kim is a look. Kim is uh, so, a look right now. So what she nine years ago, she she has her her face changed to match what she thinks is the uh, standard for aesthetic beauty mm -hmm. at the time. At the time, and now she sees that maybe what she was was beautiful all along, and right. which also falls in line with what is considered culturally beautiful right now. Right. Uh, and now she regrets that decision to change that. Yeah. So she, her mom should have said, "Look, maybe it costs you some work in the short term." You're not going to work as much right now if you that you're not going to have the nose mm -hmm. that you think is perfect for for your job. But maybe that's be better than regretting something you can't take back. Also, I don't appreciate wise, people yeah. around her because there's another article that said Bella has like talked to uh, Vogue about it. A lot of people called her the uglier sister. That's so sad. Yeah, that people have said that. She said that's really what people said about me. So mm -hmm. I I'm upset the people around her because like. It might be a reflection she says to that, that right at here. age 14. Says, I was the uglier mm -hmm. sister. I was the brunette. I wasn't as cool as Gigi. Not as outgoing, exactly. Bella says, recalling opinions shared mm -hmm. by, of the sisters. That's really what people said about me. And unfortunately, when you get told those things so many times, you do just believe it. Now, yeah. were they saying this to her face or was she reading this I uh, think it's uh, like, third person? I think I it's know. towards her face. If her family is really into looks, I think it's towards her face and also um, online too because... At age 14, you don't really notice things until, like, people have pointed it out. Like, for me, I had body issues. Like, um, I always been, like, bigger, like, on the bigger side, especially, like, my thighs. Yes, people, I do read your comments <laughs> about it. Yeah, um, I had it throughout my life, and people, like, when I was younger, have pointed it out. My right. grandmother pokes fun at it, too. Yeah, my aunt pokes fun at me, too. Yeah, sure. so yeah. It, it's kind of, it. it does hurt because, like, we do know we're not blind to it we do feel the chafing or like our sorry <laughs> pants wear through it's true yeah. i know it's a problem it's a really bad problem we do know this but it depends who's around them i don't know like for me i really hate the people around her yeah i, think I wish she had a better support system it, and they if, told her like you can grow out into it if Definitely. it's the people in her life that's awful if mm -hmm. it's online you have to learn how you to just to. deal yeah. with it yeah. um th there's just no way around it in a world now that is increasingly uh you're gonna be it's people from the outside looking at you at a very superficial uh mm -hmm. image of what your life actually is you have to learn how to not give them the weight that they do so or just do what i do and just ignore it yeah like it's, the, it's the best thing <laughs> well the problem is people they want the good stuff too they want to read all the nice things people mm -hmm. say but to get to that it's kind of like a junkie that needs to wade through all the side effects of yeah. uh of like you get addicted to that need to hear all the nice stuff people say mm -hmm. but to do that you also have to uh, you know scroll through all the bad stuff too yeah. uh and sometimes i think at least for me the best option is just to not engage in any of it that's true uh, and find it inwards mm -hmm. so there's yeah. always 
one good comment out of the thousand bad ones. Yeah. Well, I I think the other Mm -hmm. argument is that there's there's a a thousand good ones, uh, and then the one bad one is Mm -hmm. the one you'll end up focusing on. Yeah. So that's that's the that's what you don't want to do. So uh, I think that was a fairly heavy first topic, but this one is more to me. uh, This one scares me a little bit. Um, Matt Walsh talked about it too, and I agree what he's saying about what this movie okay uh well i don't really care about this movie i care about what this article this represents so yeah. miracle we're gonna we're gonna talk about turning red we, we, we okay so <laughs> so before we get into uh Very this article mm-hmm. uh before we get into this article because the article is less about the movie and it's more about uh bullying mm-hmm. or bullying as dane would say uh i want you to tell me what you hated about it and why you didn't like it because uh, like i said this isn't for me about the movie mm-hmm. this is about the article so tell me what it is that you didn't like about so, it so basically this movie made me hate the whole story they made me hate all the characters which is really hard to do because like (laughs) i was trying to like one of their uh one of her friends uh miriam i try to like her but then she got on my nerves which one is miriam in the she's a white chick that looks like um non-binary okay you could tell me like by the clothes maybe (laughs) oh the green cap okay all right or beanie sorry all right so that's miriam and then middle one who's doing the weird w sign is uh maymay and then you have priya and then the purple short one that is Abby and so Abby. The red, the red sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was literally just looking for. A, yeah. I was literally just looking for like a color of the clothes description yeah. from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, so so what is it? Uh, so you hated this movie because of the characters. I hated the characters. I hated the stories, and I hate the treatment of certain characters too. They made the dad seem like he's dumb and worthless. Mm, I hate and, that. Yeah, be- this is a Pixar movie. Did the mom have thick thighs? That's what we need. No, to know. she's like she's unusually Asian. skinny. So like she's. She, uh, now we riot. <laughs> now. Now we riot. I know. So <laughs> she's like unusually skinny, but she has the classic hourglass look. But she doesn't have thick thighs. Her relatives do. Same Wait, no, thing. her hips. Her hips are the hips she's super wide. wide. No, well, no, yeah. Well, this isn't a pic- then. This is not a Pixar movie. Well, the, as far as I have you ever seen that meme? It says yeah, nobody, yes. and then Pixar <laughs> Pixar moms. It's just like, well, you, yeah. okay. Hear me out. <laughs> Basically, they drew her like they drew a lot of the characters. Um, accurate to their stereotypes racial mm, stereotypes interesting so basically maymay looks like a, a kid i met before in elementary big teeth big cheeks big eyes and glasses and that haircut every asian um girl will have that default haircut this is uh and like all of them are all oh, defaults yeah. so so my issue with mm-hmm. this movie has nothing to do with the movie my issue has to do with the uh takedown of the press basically mm-hmm. yeah, this, uh, th- this first article is from cinema blend it says uh cin- or from, i'm sorry it's from bounding into comics mm-hmm. it says cinema blend pulls review of turning red after social media accuses the author of sexism and racism over an opinion that he was quote not the film's target audience mm-hmm. this is objectively correct yes him to say he is yeah. the, he, this guy me are not in any way shape or form the target audience for this movie and i'm what's funny about this is i'm going to point out to you exactly where in the article i knew that this guy was screwed mm-hmm. and it's towards the it's it's about towards the bottom i was like he was skating on thin ice the whole article and then i i will point out to you where uh, i could literally feel the the commenters rallying their oh, twitter boy. handles so uh this is a uh, now i'm going to point out to you guys now we're in uh we're in the disney plus turning red review uh is is in pixar's latest comedy girls just want to have fur and it says i am not the target f- film uh, i am not this t- this film's target audience two and a half stars from sean o'connell mm-hmm. uh now this is i uh, remember this is an archived version because this article has since been pulled down by cinema blend mm-hmm. uh and now it says uh the the finest pixar animations in this critic's opinion 
play to a universal audience. We all imagined our adolescent toys coming to life during playtime and feared the shadows that lingered in our closets or under our beds. By exploring these themes in Toy Story and Monsters, Inc., Pixar's animators and storytellers constructed comedic yet emotional adventures that virtually everyone could uh, watch and absorb relatably, uh, relatable life lessons, some depending on your upbringing, uh, more relatable than others. Uh, by the way, this theme is going to come back into play when we talk about uh, Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. But um, so you go down where it says recently though, Pixar has turned its reins over to fresh voices and given them the freedom to share deeply personal, though less universal stories. Films like Onward, Luca, and now the studios turning red come from the heart without question, but they also risk alienating audience members who can't find a way into the story beyond admiring the impressive animation in the, which is Pixar's trademark. Now this is something where this is so, this is such a duh thing that when you make movies you want to make movies for a larger general audience meaning it has to be more about themes and less about identity mm -hmm. it has to be more about a right. message and not about uh immutable characteristics but it goes down here it says uh when seen from a bird's eye view turning red plays like pixar's version of teen wolf only with a female protagonist turning into a red panda instead of a wolf complete uh, sequences are lifted directly from michael j fox's underappreciated comedy and translates into animation here the result is a jumble of familiar ideas and manic energy that exhausted me far more than it entertained me. Now, that was a very general criticism, but it says right here, Turning Red's target audience seems to be small and incredibly specific. Uh, and, and how is that pronounced? Dome? Uh, Dameshi, the, the lady who made it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Dameshi. Uh, turning Red, 13-year-old Mei Lin. Is that how it's pronounced? Mei Lin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a very common name in China, too. Tries her best to balance work, school, and overprotective mother and her social life and raging hormones and of her drawing racy cartoons on the, of a convenience store clerk, which she has a crush on. Oh, <laughs> Mei Lin no. runs into the unexpected <laughs> gamut of teen issues. She's obsessed with bubblegum boy band called Four Town. That is the most boy band that name is, ever. Well, there was a there was a band called O-Town back oh, in the yeah, day. Oh, yeah, I remember. She remembers O-Town. Miracle's that. a little young to remember O-Town. I oh, yeah. might but, remember that. But her mom won't let her see them in concert. She's a closet artist, even though her mom has pegged her for a more serious career path, and she's flowering into womanhood, which in Maylin's family comes with its own problem. Now, all of those are universal themes. Yeah, yes. they are. All of them, okay? So I, I, there is no criticism yet from these people. So it says, yet uh, Turning Red embraces the awkwardness of a teenage girl, uh, of teenage girl experiences, the onset of puberty, some something unexpected in a Pixar feature film. So immediately he calls it the horniest movie. <laughs> it is. Hell? This is why I hated this movie also because like yes, you can talk about like kids having crushes, but like um basically like she this kind of reminds me of middle school cringe where like girls start drawing themselves with their crushes. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. in romantic ways. So she actually draws it, but it it's PG where like they're just hugging. Right. That's it. Like he's hugging her from the back. But then I don't like it how they portrayed the mom, how she dealt with it. Mm -hmm. Basically, she saw it. She accused the boy of harassing her daughter oh, wow. and said, never, ever talk to my son, uh, not son, daughter ever again. You pervert. Wow. And I hated that movie right there. I wanted to shut it off. But mm -hmm. I was like, it can't get worse than this. Well, did it get worse? Yeah. Oh, gosh. It did get <laughs> worse. It did get worse. And I hated it. I hate May also. I hate May. I hate oh her mom. Gosh. I hate everybody in this movie. <laughs> so we get down here. It says throughout uh, red, throughout red. Now I'm going to point out to you mm -hmm. where I, I believe that uh, the, the hordes started to mm -hmm. assemble on the horizon. Oh, boy. 
Uh, Dome Shi and her co-writer Julia Cho Pepper in in joke uh, Pepper in jokes uh, in jokes and references that will speak directly to teenage girls, be it their bonds over sappy pop songs or their heated lust for older teenage dudes. Uh, without question, Turning Red is the horniest movie in Pixar history, with no par- which no parent or which parents no doubt will find surprising because it's there's no history of it there. Right. Uh, I recognize the humor in this film, but connected with none of it by rooting Turning Red very specifically in the Asian community of Toronto. The film legitimately feels like it was made for Domeshi's friends and immediately in immediate family members which is fine but also a tad limiting in scope the minute the minute he mentioned uh Toronto Asian community he was screwed well he- it does talk about it like um in the movie she is Canadian so yes. she's a Chinese Canadian but I don't know for me I felt like I kind of like knew these kind of people and I had like family like that too yep. like my grandmother uh and my mom told me like you're not allowed to date until this certain age mm-hmm. Or, like, you're not allowed to have sexual in, um, intercourse um, when you get married. It was, like, very right. Until you get married, right? right? Yeah. Right. I, yeah. Not, when, not after. I was going to say, <laughs> no, though. But like, you, they said after. Do like, you think it's true, though, that he is, that the director was limiting her audience? Yeah, I she is. Even in the trailer, you can mm-hmm. see that they're talking about they're in Toronto. And I was like, yeah. why do you need to point that out? Yeah, they're it's kind of weird. And, like, I know, I know, like, it's very limited. But if, like people in the u.s like the asian community especially like um in la they'll experience this a lot but yeah like he does like call out um not he i mean she like calls out toronto a lot i don't know why but they do Mm. they do says turning red tries uh tries to lose itself in malin's creative process celebrating her drawings exploding with visual flares inspired by her work it just reminded me of the far superior the mitchell versus the machines another Mm -hmm. film that focused on a female character experiencing a major life change but a one that also remembered that a broader audience will be checking the film out so it bothered to uh so it bothered to include plot elements that everyone uh that everyone could find engaging Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of times they don't really feel like they want to be engaged like they want to engage other they want to tell their very specific story right. mm-hmm. uh and discount the fact that these this is still where art meets commerce mm-hmm. and you need to make money uh and then the problem is i'm fine with that if you want to tell a very very specific story that is close to your heart you can do that but you have to be aware of the effect it's going to have right. on mm-hmm. the box office on the yeah. on the the way it's looked at from other people right. so i don't have like i'm i'm glad we did this when we when i was on IRL i want these stories to exist mm-hmm. i want this lady to be able to tell this story that she finds engaging and if people are watching this and love it i think that's fantastic yeah. but they have to understand that mm-hmm. other people are going to have a different perspective case in point the dude from cinema blend which is mm-hmm. already a very very uh open minded and progressive outlet mm-hmm. so now we're going to go back to the cinema or to the i'm sorry to the bonding into comics article yeah and then we're going to move forward from there but i but- just want to point out also like i'm agreeing with what you said like this movie it does help parents like mm-hmm. explain what periods are to mm-hmm. an innocent child and it's like it's easier for like kids to understand like hey you're gonna go through changes soon. right but i just hated the whole thing i like the message <laughs> everything i like the message it's not bad but so, so here's Sean O'Connell. That's mm-hmm. the writer of the Cinema Blend right. article. This is his tweet. It says, some Pixar films are made for a universal audience. Turning red is not. Mm-hmm. The target audience for this feels very specific and very narrow. If you are in it, that might work well for you. I am not in it. This was exhausting. Mm-hmm. You should have left out that this was exhausting. Yeah, because they're personal I, 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 feelings I, I, like I would love a job where I could like edit people's tweets to make sure they don't... Uh, like I can find <laughs> the language that's going to offend people. 
Uh, um, it says, unsurprisingly, shortly after this tweet, uh, after he tweeted out his review, despite his opinion being devoid of any malice or anger, he legitimately went through this and seemed very engaged in the, in the idea of wanting to like the movie. Right. And he gave a very clinical and very uh, educated response as to why mm -hmm. it didn't work for him. There was not an ounce of malice. There was not an ounce of, of snark. snark. Yeah. Not one bit. Uh, well, and then the they, tweets start coming in. But there is... Um, a website slash um, extension to your browser that does help you like fix your tweets or like any posts you do. It's called Grammarly.com. It does like it reads your sentence or paragraph and it tells you like this might infiter. Uh, I was kidding about that. I no, it actually, actually exists. I use this. Yeah. I used it in college because like um I needed help because uh, I had a teacher. A lack of better words. He was very really critical about grammar mm -hmm. and how to portray like wording. So I used it and a lot of it was like, this sounds like you're angry. You can change this word mm -hmm. and this word to sound like you're trying to persuade him. Says, uh, so this tweet is from Freaky Fishy. Mm -hmm. oh boy. At some point, I hope white men genuinely unpack the fact that stories about white people are, univer that, oh, uh, white people are universal. But stories about people <laughs> of color are supposedly for a specific audience. People of color raised in the country are always taught to empathize with white people. I know uh, who this but is. But it's really clear to me that white folks generally oh see anything that centers a person who isn't white as a deviation, something that could never personally, they could never pers personally identify with. What would be, uh, would that be the case without white supremacy? I know who we're, that is. Cat Black. She okay. has beef with um, Blair White. Okay. Oh, for Pete. We're just gonna yeah. we're gonna move right, Pat. Like because I don't care. That's, I just want people to yeah. stop reporting tweets as journalism. Yes. They're not yeah. journalism. Yep. It's not. So, and, but but it is what we're mm -hmm. doing here is a form of journalism because right. these are the tweets that got this article Into pulled. Article, so yeah. it says uh, the dude sits on the boards of Critics Choice. I am so ashamed that I share a group with him. He must be removed as it, uh, as he has done this before. Uh, we do not want ne or need racist critics on on the board. Wow. I saw again. There was not an ounce of malice there was not an ounce of uh, uh, of any type of rude behavior he gave a clinical description of why he didn't think the movie worked for him and why he wasn't the target audience and he gets blasted mm -hmm. he eventually takes down his tweet he says i am genuinely sorry for my turning red review thank you to everyone who has reached out with criticism no matter how harsh it is clear that i didn't engage nearly enough with this movie nor it, it, basically they're telling him it's your own fault that you didn't engage with it uh, it says, nor did I explain my point or a point of view well enough. I appreciate your feedback. So he, it is your job as the, of the filmmaker to make the critic engage. It is not the job of the exactly. critic to, uh, engage because you made a movie that's personal to you. This is the crossroads of why it matters to tell universal stories. Yeah. So he takes his tweet down. He apologizes. Now I'm going to go back real quick or uh, really quick to the first yeah. article, two and a half stars. He gave it. Mm -hmm. So he takes it down and then they replace it with a review that says Disney's turning uh, turning red review Pixar transformed period perils into a warm fuzzy and empowering coming of age tale. It's not how many stars four stars four stars wow. he got better. Twitter Twitter bullied this movie into a higher review. Amazing. Um, uh, so, so I just uh, I find it hilarious that these, this stuff is considered art. Mm -hmm. uh, or that that art is you're you're not allowed when people say that uh, maybe cancel culture isn't like losing your job maybe cancel culture is uh, having your work removed because you shared an opinion that was different than others mm -hmm. point to something like this if you want proof that stuff like this absolutely does happen this is on cinema blend for not standing by this dude and letting the rage pass okay. it absolutely would have gone by it's on him for taking down his tweet and apologizing when i saw i if anybody looked at engaged in what he wrote fairly there was nothing rude snarky or 
off about what he wrote. He wrote a general review. What they're telling you here affirmatively is that if you're telling a uh, a boxed-in enough story, if you're telling a unique enough story about uh, an, uh, of a group that you may not be a part of, it is going to get a good review whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm, right. uh, and that talent doesn't matter because you will just get told that you're wrong. This strikes me as a form of... Um affirmative action yes this kind of terrible movie which miracle freaking hated yeah. even just seeing the trailer i was like everyone seems kind of obnoxious it seems yeah. dumb i have no problem like, like i said for me i i the movie i'm not the target de- like i am objectively not the target demographic of this movie i don't have kids i don't mm-hmm. have I, I i don't have any daughters that are mm-hmm. going through puberty so i'm not really going to be the one this is marketed to but this guy basically said exactly that and got told he was a bad person for it i take issue he with is that. not a bad person like that's his honest truth and opinion yeah. and people do need to understand this movie like the whole the whole thing is terrible like again if you want to teach your kids like a simpler way what their period is show them a different movie or like talk to them about it but this movie is terrible because it um basically she it tells two stories it's about her period and also like you can respect your parents but you can be your own person but how she dealt with it basically at the end of the movie she starts spanking her butt what and then after that her her and her mom were like resolved it and like she starts helping her mom and her mom lets her be her own independent person as a 13 year old well that's i mean that's like if if she's allowed to do that and she's uh, told that she's allowed to be independent i'm sure there's a great story of growth there it's just one that not everyone's going to be able to identify Mm -hmm. with well the whole story was like i get it like she has a mom who's a tiger mom but I thought they're going to make her mom like be more understanding because they brought the grandma, but then the grandma throwaway character, and then the mom became the bad guy again. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't know. The whole thing is like messy. I I just don't like it. And then her friends are annoying. Like Abby, she does remind me of annoying ass Asians um, who are very loud. (laughs) Okay. Loud people. Yeah, she's very loud. Like Abby, I do not like her. Like legit, she screams like throughout the whole movie. Jeez. Oh, and then Priya, she is the like Brett. You guessed it right. She is like one of those like Daria kind of girls that has no expression. I guess that. Yeah. When did I do that? Because we were looking at the art for it, and oh, we we're like, cool. she's like recess. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of cool. like that. Um, basically, like the only expression she does show is when she smiles, but it's like one of those like smiles that she tries, but then it hurts her face, so she <laughs> has to go back. Okay, that's a, that's an archetype. In, in mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Weird. But fine. No, like legit, I couldn't hear her voice because like she's talking in mm-hmm. monotone. It happens. <laughs> so I, like, I just I thought it was interesting because they literally Twitter bullied uh, bullied their way into this uh, Twitter review. review. So also nobody them. listened to Cat Black like. Cat Black really hates Blair White, and I love Blair White because, like, she's so honest. But Cat uh, Black doesn't like her because the well, whole she starts Twitter beef. That's a yeah, she stick. she kind starts it, and like she thinks that she's ultimately right in mm. a certain way. Interesting. It, well, it's just weird. It's basically most people Twitter. on Twitter do yeah. believe that they're Indeed. ultimately right yep. on mm-hmm. everything. So uh, we are going to talk about what I believe to be. Uh, Maybe not irrefutable proof, but darn good evidence that Kim Kardashian is, in fact, a genius. Mm -hmm. She's a genius, okay? 
So uh, this is a complete timeline of their relationship, which we will call back to in a sec. But we have the article from a couple days ago that we did talk about, which was when Kim Kardashian got roasted for basically telling people that they need to work harder. How uh, dare she? How dare she? Uh, <laughs> now, I we, we, we covered that here. We talked about it. Uh, we said inevitably it's a fantastic message that uh, if you're honest, you will understand that people who are going to, they're just not going to take well from being given this advice from somebody who's, both as rich as she is and came from the benefits that she had being yeah. from a wealthy family. So, uh, you know, we kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, it is what it is. Uh, good advice is good, even if it's coming from exactly. somebody who may not uh, exactly. do as I say, not as I experience. Well, no, maybe. really, you need to accept the truth no matter where it comes okay. from. So so this this happens, and Kim is right now in the news almost endlessly mm-hmm. uh, because of her uh, ongoing issues with Kanye West. So first we look at this article. It says, Kim Kardashian believes that women should just work harder and get absolutely roasted for it uh and then the problem with that is is that uh that became the the prevailing narrative for about two about a day uh where everyone's talking about this nonstop. they're like uh it was all over social media they're like kim just wants us to work harder kim just wants us to do that um and then what you learn is that um this uh this article was posted on march 10th at 1 47 p.m uh the very next day Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson go Instagram official. And you will notice this happens at on March 11th, just a little over 24 hours later, effectively completely changing the Mm -hmm. narrative around her social media, uh, her social media persona. Uh, And if you like go on Google and you Google Kim Kardashian, she's so popular. And so like you're going only going to get the most recent results. Um, So this happened literally just the day after that. Uh, and then all the articles that I could find after that was about these two together. And she was very sneaky. She mm-hmm. didn't put it as the very first picture in this array on Instagram. It was like the fourth oh, picture buried in. in there. She's, uh, she's very, 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 very smart. She's savvy. Uh, so when people tell you that she has no talent and all she did was sleep with a dude and got famous, uh, it's not necessarily about what you did to get someplace. It's about what you do afterwards to retain that. Right. Plenty of people are gifted uh, millions of dollars and are it's blown in uh, less than a gen- like what is it less than eight percent of the millionaires in America come from wealth. Uh, and when a family does become extremely wealthy, it's usually gone within two to three generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, turning be turning millions into billions is not something that happens by accident. Yeah. It's just so happens that her skill set is a very uh it's almost like good CGI. Mm-hmm. You if you're doing it right, you don't know it exists. Yeah. So what she does is she shifts narrative, she shifts conversation, and she always finds a way back into the positive light. Uh, whereas Kanye is a very gifted artist and is now suffering the opposite of that uh, because he's not interested in in his PR right right now. He's interested in what he believes. So it just says, Kim posted a stack of pictures on Instagram Friday that feature comedian Pete Davidson for the first time since the two have been romantically linked. Uh, Now we go back to the very first article, which was the timeline. Dude, uh, she so looks it, so orange and dark. Yeah, she does. she does. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. He it looks says, really pale. Now that Terrible. Kim Kardashian is legally single, she can focus uh, all of her time and attention on her next boyfriend, Pete Davidson. Check out the timeline of the reality star's relationship with the Saturday Night Live comedian. So that started in October. So this, their relationship did not just come out of nowhere. They were da- they've been dating uh, supposedly since they had their or at least they started seeing each other after that appearance like in late October. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's October, 
that's November, that's December, that's January, that's February. We are now into March. That's almost half a year yeah. that these two spent together. And the picture of them coming out just happens to drop right How after convenient. she uh, gets a little bit of media backlash for the first time in mm -hmm. a very long time. In, in the whole Kanye West thing, she has been the one considered to be uh, the one in the right almost entirely. The victim, mm -hmm. yeah. Be well, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a victim. She just comes off more dignified be by the way she's behaving. Uh, I, we don't even take that approach here. I think Kanye's getting... I feel bad for the dude in a lot of respects, but her approach is just so PR positive mm -hmm. that she knows exactly what to say, when to say it, and she always comes out looking much, much, much better than uh, than you'd think she would, given that, that all of this is based around personal problems, which is always rife for dirt, mud-slinging, uh, mud-throwing, and name-calling. Yeah. So first date happens back in November. Uh, a private rooftop dinner. Still, no pictures uh, of them on their social medias together. There's tabloid pictures, but nothing of them actually together. Uh, do you think this was on purpose? Oh, 100%. You do? Well, her mother turned all of her daughters into incredibly successful women without any kind of, like, actual skills or talents. So just she just, like used pr no, magic they, of pr Scott, yeah, they have talents it's the talent to be a public figure yeah uh that's a uh, that's a job that's mm -hmm. true to be yeah. a, to be like an it's actor hard. an actor is a public figure uh, in a different sense uh, a person who's public and remember you she's still technically an actor who just acts under her own name right mm -hmm. she's that's true uh, if anybody believes trust me if you think that reality tv is in any way reality you are wrong yeah, you are correct. in free very yeah. uh there's no there's a reason why episodes featuring specific topics come out on specific days yep. there's a reason products get worked into these things it is a very very um it is a very produced medium. Yes. Uh, that's basically turning actors into themselves. Yep. It's it's still a, it's still a movie. It's just a movie starring them. It's kind of like professional wrestling, mm -hmm. where they talk about your best. The best yeah. professional wrestling characters are just yourself turned up to like ten or eleven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because that's what feels the most authentic. So what you're seeing is them just at a more elevated uh, persona. Right. And Chris Jenner has. They all like have products like yeah. Kim has skims and then mm -hmm. um, Kylie has all her lip gloss and everything. Yeah. So they're actually selling things. Mm -hmm. So they've turned themselves into the brand. Yeah. And they're using the brand to sell whatever the heck they want. Which is I think you cool. brought it up, Brett, um, where like people made fun of Kim Kardashian because she doesn't know how to like um, do somebody else's work. It's like something with a mop or whatever. Like she had to switch jobs with somebody and they're like, oh, boo hoo. She doesn't know how to clean. Mm -hmm. And you said. To. And you said like, well, she knows how to get make millions of dollars and pay somebody to clean. Exactly. Yeah, but you're like, imagine you trying to do her job. You wouldn't yeah, know what to do either. Where to begin? Nobody yeah. would know what to do. No, right. I guess I'm saying like it's like there's always this discussion like, oh, make uh, it's a game show, but CEOs have to live on their employees' salary. I'm like mm -hmm. that dude will come out ahead because they're business minded. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not saying that people aren't overpaid, but at the same time, like, like there was a lot of backlash to Disney for like their CEOs and their executives getting bonuses during COVID. I'm like, they're literally running a gazillion dollar company during uh, a huge 
uh, first of all, uh, cultural shift, a huge uh, shift in how we view entertainment. Does that mean it's a good thing that the other employees are getting screwed? No, but your rates are commensurate with the risks you're, you're what you're you're harboring. So exactly, if this falls through, now there's something to be said about people who seem to fail upward, which mm -hmm. does happen. Yeah, some people like no matter how bad they do, like there's a lot of Hollywood directors that make a bunch of bad movies but seem to get more and more work. Mm -hmm. But as an executive, if they make the company more money, they've done their job. They've right. earned that bonus whether we think that bonus is obscene an obscene amount of money that no person needs is not the point of this conversation mm -hmm. the point is that you put in all the risk uh you know like it's like people who think you should own a cut like just because you work for a company you should own it bull no. when the other guy puts in all the money and takes all the risk your reward, the reward is commensurate so yeah every time she so imagine her image is that product she has to treat that with the utmost care and not even care with the most uh razor sharp uh approach Precision, she, yeah. she it has to be precise and she has to be cutthroat about how it's perceived in the media yeah. that means uh contacts with people in the industries mm -hmm. that means oh i need this article held until this date because this product comes out at this time right. uh and it, just her phone alone makes her uh makes her job impossible for you to do right yep. her her contacts make her job a one-of-a-kind job that only she can do mm -hmm. so it's like a, a lot of ceos get hired for their contacts in other industries mm -hmm. well at this point in my job i have a laundry list of people's numbers and yeah. i have good relationships exactly. with all of them and, and that's, like, that's invaluable like mm -hmm. knowing those people is when really you leave important. you take that with you right so i know them and the fact that i know them makes a difference in the fact yeah. that i've been like consistent yep. with them well she tried to teach people how to do her job by like her app game that you can play it's like the, oh, yeah. the kim one a lot of people made fun of her for that i think it's an actual smart move because it's kind of like sims but you play as a influencer so you create your <laughs> own character you have to be an influencer and also like your close friend is kim and she's telling you you need to get in contact with this person this person yep. this person you have to spend this much and then you have to dress up a certain way also. It's a game. It it's 100% a, is. It's a game. And it like, would be real, exhausting. Yeah. Yes, it and would be. that game is very time consuming. I watch like somebody that I knew in high school play it like every day. And he loves it. Um, for me, I think I might play it. But I don't know if I really want to get into it. But um, legit, it teaches you how to do her job. And That's it's like very tiresome. Imagine yeah. a life where you're you're literally never off work. No, Ever. I don't like that. Your life is literally your job. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can't just take a sick day. Yeah, You are like, uh, your kids are sick. You still have to answer phone calls. You still have to answer emails. You can't speak uh, the wrong way in the wrong email. You have, uh, you have contacts in other cultures. Different cultures require you to communicate with them differently. Mm -hmm. All of this and it's all built on the back of your own face, your own name being a brand. Mm -hmm. yes. That is, I, I can't stress enough how hard a job like that would be. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Not in yeah. a million years. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that I can go home at the end of the day and be done with work. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different here now. And I actually struggle with that because I tend to be like, uh, when I'm done with work here, I still tend to start looking for stuff and, and keep doing my job. But then I notice myself getting more exhausted. Mm -hmm. yeah. So if I'm not taking any time off, uh, mentally, I start to struggle. How much must she struggle? Or some people are just built for that life yeah so maybe she's just maybe yeah, they've just been they've been yeah. raised and built uh that that life is unique to them yeah. and people in that industry so i just i do think that uh she's a genius uh i i don't think uh i don't think for a second that it's uh that that makes her like 
a great person or, no. or a, a, I don't make it, I don't think it makes her a good person or mm-hmm. a bad person. But I do think it's fan. It's kind of fascinating that she has to kind of eat the fact that people are going to think that she's not good at anything mm-hmm. because what she does is so damn hard to explain. It is yeah. hard to explain. Yeah. You know it's, I mean? it's all encompassing. Yep. It's not simple. Yep. And didn't she also graduate high school? <laughs> yeah. Well, or, she, or no, no, not high school. She law, school. law school. Yes. Yeah. She just got her, she passed the baby bar exam. That was one of the oh, first yeah. things we covered yeah. here. She's yeah, yeah. so, and then there was like a lawyer, like a, from a firm saying, we'll hire her when she gets something. Can you imagine her? Like, I don't think she wants to be a lawyer. Like no, she just I, wanted to do it. She just wants she, to do it. She just wants to do it. And plus like, she's very convincing too. She got a lot of people out of jail when Trump was in presidency. Yep. Yeah, too. That, that was, was a big kind of thing. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, she's really that. into it. So I feel like, I respected that. Uh, I respect her because she's the actual definition as a hustler and she's legit smart. All of that pretty that you think she's like a big bimbo. No, she's actually smarter than most people that you consider bimbos. Yeah. Like she actually knows how to talk. She knows how to do the walk. She knows how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So so whatever your reaction to mm-hmm. put it put it this way, whatever your negative reaction to it is, she's already predicted it. And, mm-hmm. it, and, and it means nothing to her. That's, exactly. the, that's, that's the best way to look at it. Uh, scare her more by telling her she's impressive. That, mm-hmm. that might throw her off. Like, no, like, but yeah. it's funny because just us saying this right now makes her more money. Oh, I'm sure. We're yeah. giving yeah. her name attention. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. It gives her more money and more recognition than anything. Isn't that interesting? And, also, it, and so just mm-hmm. how good must Pete Davidson be? Ugh, yuck. <laughs> Ew. Everybody. Okay. Uh, one last article from him. Pete's got my name branded on his chest, not just a regular. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I I saw this article and I was like, why? By the way, I still think she's the hottest of the Kardashians. Uh, I, I get fights with this. I think she's the most attractive of all. I think you're wrong. Pers- I think Kendall's way prettier. Personal opinion. I, 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 find I think her. they've all had so much makeup or so much plastic surgery. Don't care. No, Kendall's the don't, most natural Don't one. care about that. I, remember, of, it's just feminist propaganda telling you that you need to be natural. Do whatever you want to yourself. No, you don't have to be natural. Like, I know naturally beautiful mm-hmm. people, though. That's yeah. No, but I'm saying, but it's a, yeah. it is a thing where people are like, where they, de- where they uh, denigrate people who have chosen to not be natural. Mm-hmm. And I say, if that's what they want, let them be so. Sure, as long as they're an adult when they choose exactly, to do it and not right. getting a nose job at fourteen. What's <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm saying? Like, you, you should they be tr- should they be raised to believe that they're beautiful just the way they are? Yes, but I also don't believe that you should stop them from getting the stuff they want to do. Yeah, and I think she is objectively the most attractive of all. Okay, yeah, that's the fair. same thing with Kylie. Like, she didn't like her lips because she thought they were too thin. It's pretty and small. thin. Her upper lip was really yeah, thin. So yeah, so she got it like fixed, and like people made fun of her. There was like a bunch of like. Um, I saw the makeup tutorial. Was no, that you that showed me the one with, I the, showed you, with, the, with the lipstick? It scared the crap I showed out of you, me. but no, there was a challenge before. I think it was when Vine was still a thing where they got like a suction cup thing oh, and yeah. they put it over their lips to get the Kylie That's Jenner not look. Good. And like a lot of girls did it and then a bunch of news reports said, please do not do this. This creates permanent bruising on oh, your no. lips. Do not oh, do man. this. Don't. Don't be a dummy. Seriously. So, so Kim is set to appear on Ellen Wednesday, and in a preview clip, she talks about how the ho- they talked about Pete's ink. So remember, she's already moved past her like little flip up mess up about uh, people working harder, and now this whole thing becomes about damn Pete Davidson. Oh, Turns gosh. out Pete went above and beyond, and it's not just a tattoo. He got Kim's name branded with a hot iron on his body. Oh, that's so cool! I want to see Kim brand like she just brands everything. Like it's just a stamp like branding iron and she just brands it That's, she's like this blonde so oh, kim kardashian gross. not only that pete uh, revealed the two other tributes on his body including one tattoo that reads my girl is a lawyer 
the, I hate him. Like, I hate his Hillary Clinton tattoo oh, also. He's such a dummy when it comes to tattoos. It turns out. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, so I just this is everything. This is uh, this oh. is my 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 hypothesis. Right, is that Kim Kardashian is a genius, and it's her world, and everybody else is just living yeah, in that's it. That's right. So uh, I think that is uh, maybe I have not proven it beyond uh, well, she's a lawyer beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm -hmm. But uh, I make that point, and I, I think it is at least in my opinion objectively true. Watch okay. Kim like tell Pete like, hey, since you have my name on you, you're legally my property now, <laughs> and you can't like you can't do anything because you're under my copyrights yep. beautiful yep he will have to or like when they break up he'll he'll be legally forced to to get it lasered <laughs> yeah oh, and he's like but i want to keep it as a souvenir Cut nope. it off and give it to her <laughs> well you can keep it but you're gonna have to give me part of every pay any shirtless <laughs> uh anything you do shirtless i Gosh, get a royalty i get a cut of yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be smart that would dude, be very she, smart dude can she adopt me <laughs> like she's, i know i wouldn't go that jeez now we're now 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 that that's like weird simping that's now a that's a little far, far. Yeah. That's a little no far because miracle. like angelina jolie like she's not adopting anymore can we get the kim kardashian adoption going yes <laughs> uh, wait have you read the article where she tried to adopt like a kid from um the middle east and the kid said no to no, her oh yeah gosh. it's a five-year-old girl in the middle east and she kim saw her when she was still like married to kanye and she was like i want to adopt you because like you don't have family like you're an orphan like do you want to be a part of my family this girl straight up said no i still have a mom i'm waiting for her to come back oh my gosh because like um their country i forgot what country it was but there was still in like war-torn war right now and war-torn war <laughs> i can't war, -torn right war. you heard it here <laughs> first <laughs> I, can't, awesome. I can't worry right now but basically what happened was like the mom only put her there temporarily and she said yes i am coming back we I, I need to do something right now. And like um, Kim saw this girl and she's like, I can't adopt you. You can have the best life you can ever have. Only the person ever mm -hmm. turned Kim down. Yeah. Good for her. But this Based. little this little kid said, no. No, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it is what her. it is. Yeah. Good for her. Smart. All right, Miracle. Yes. Uh, you guys both watched the trailer for Miss Marvel? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I hate it. You hate mm -hmm. it? Okay. Strong opinions, uh, first and foremost. Um, so... She says something that I really hate, and I didn't, I didn't appreciate it. Okay, so it says uh, ca the Canadian newcomer. Uh, this is Miss Marvel unveils a new hero in the first trailer. Miss um, Marvel is a character that's only been around for a couple of years, mm -hmm. I believe, post 2014 Marvel. Mm, yeah. uh, I have not read those uh, runs. <sighs> I, I quit reading comics years before that, but those years are generally considered to be darker in tones in terms of like new character creation they're they're not uh, they're not heavily liked i did uh i did assume that they were going to end up changing her power set uh in the in the comics i believe she's a polymorph so she mm -hmm. can like stretch and uh and retract and all that stuff that uh and also there would have been connections to the inhumans yeah right uh that's what the cosmic part about it is but um inhumans the tv show failed miserably it did. so they kind of moved away from that so uh canadian uh, newcomer iman Vellani stars as kamala khan uh now i'm gonna uh, not to get too off topic i spent like the last year saying learning to say kamala kamala because okay <laughs> yeah i called her kamala kamala Camilla. for like ugh, and it <laughs> took forever now the right in the beginning of this trailer somebody goes kamala and she goes see i can't even say it goes kamala and she goes kamala and oh i'm like uh, i'm not gonna be able to do this 
Um, so is that, it a common name? That is a well. I'm just, this is a trope in teen things like mm-hmm. mispronouncing names stuff. Like, this is one of those things that people get very upset about. Right. My last name is very doesn't look like it. You know, this yeah. happens. It, it's it, okay. It, I had a cousin that her name was supposed to be Elissa, but they spelled it Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Alyssa? just poor her. Well, yeah, it's Alyssa. because um, my uncle is a foreigner and he doesn't know the difference during that time when they named her. Okay, um, so, I will say yeah. the the girl in this. Do you know who? Do, have either of you seen Lucifer? You've seen Lucifer. You like yeah. Lucifer? Do you yeah, know who seen. Amy Garcia is? She plays the the tech in there. She yeah. looks like a young Amy Garcia. No, no, Amy no, Garcia no, 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 is so no, no, no. pretty. Right uh-huh. here in this picture, right here mm-hmm. on IMDb, she looks like a, a young Amy Garcia. No, don't oh. compare the two. I like yeah. Amy Garcia. Well, this, you don't like I like. Pretty. I think this girl has a unique charisma about her. She now, does. I will acknowledge that this show is in no way. This is very much ten years ago. This would have been an ABC Family show. Mm-hmm. This would right. this would have been a la Pretty Little Liars, except for they're dealing with superheroes and not weird serial killing uh, A's from <laughs> from. Uh, Guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. I love pretty. That's little okay. Liners. You're yeah. allowed to love. I'm not, I'm not like. afraid to admit. Okay, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> Brave to admit enough that. to admit it. Uh, I love that show. That's hilarious. Um, well, good for you. You're on the right side of society. That, apparently, so it says the series debuts on 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 uh, Disney Plus on June 8th, and they just go through it here. Uh, the song saved this trailer. Uh, they used a blinding. Uh, oh yeah. Blind, they they used uh, the weekend song. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, there was some there was some stuff I liked. Uh, the the power set which really when everybody when this was announced was like how the hell are they going to do first of all nobody wants a, a, a hand that becomes enormous and and hits people it's the most unflattering superpower ever yeah that's and really they weird. managed to change it to the point where it's like it's cosmic looking so that i'm sure they did more for budget reason budgetary reasons on mm-hmm. a tv budget they just can't afford to do photorealistic cgi that makes her body uh change shapes right but i would think it was Still be cool. One step closer to Elastic Man. That's well, no. Every there was a lot of people talking about Mr. Fantastic and how yeah. this is very similar to Reed Richards. Oh uh, yeah. The, but the, come on, you guys. You the, remember Mrs. Incredible? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. They're also bringing up uh, Green Lantern. They think there's yeah. a lot of com- uh, conversion. So this is what everyone in the in like I said, uh, I don't read comics anymore, but I follow the industry very closely. Right. And two years ago, when this project was announced, every single person was saying. They're going to change her her power set, and they're going to make her likable, but, <laughs> which is I think they've done. Okay, I take some issues with some with some concepts in here, mainly mm-hmm. the idea that like Batman deals with his parents get killed has to become a superhero. Tony Stark is a prisoner of war has to become a superhero. Be with his dad. okay, right? She's like, I want to be a superhero because it's cool. That I find weird. That's very She's, shallow. But, yeah. but it's very it's a kid show again. Well, Remember this. I do believe that this will be marketed heavily mm-hmm. towards like we're we I guys like me who grew mm-hmm. up uh, not reading comics anymore, but read them when he was a kid. Takes is- uh, wants to feel like they're part of this because it's part of their childhood. Mm-hmm. But objectively, we are in an industry now where there are tears to this, and they're not uh, just like the Marvel Netflix shows uh, that you know that are now in Disney Plus mm-hmm. weren't really wouldn't be for this audience with the content being so uh violent and graphic right this is not really my my what they're making for me mm-hmm. you're going to be able to like lower your uh, expectations to the point where you might be able to watch it and get some enjoy something enjoyable out of it but th- th- there was one shot that I really liked the shot of her sitting on like sitting on the lamppost mm-hmm. at the very end yeah I loved that shot um the other thing that I oh and I, what was the thing that you didn't like um, she mentioned being a brown girl. Okay. We're going to adjust yeah. it. Okay. Uh, I, I won't say, okay. I don't, 
I, in the pa- in the past, so, so she says. The, the quote was, uh, "It's not really the brown girls from Jersey that end up saving the world." Mm-hmm. Okay, you could take that quote, you, you could put her on screen and have her say, "People like me don't usually save the world," and you expand your audience exactly. of people that will. That will I wish that, they changed the wording. That's why I hate it. I yeah. think we're splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think we've been conditioned to kind of let this stuff slip. It doesn't bother me as much as it's going to bother a lot of other people. But I will acknowledge that you're limited, just like with turning red, mm-hmm. you're limiting yourself exactly. by making. First of all, it's going to make people feel. Uh, certain people will be made to feel defensive mm-hmm. about it, right? Because they find it, you know, but. Wouldn't you want to reach? Wouldn't you want this to inspire more people universally? You can have the representation. You put her on screen. I think this little this this young actress is mm-hmm. quite uh, charismatic for the yeah. role they're giving her. She she plays kind of dorky and and weirdly awkward. It's cringe. But it's supposed to be. She's supposed to be. She's supposed like. But they're going through classic tropes. You know, she's a teenage girl. She's awkward around boys. Right. Speaking of, remember yesterday where I said somebody looked like like Will. I I said like reggae Jean. uh, The guy, the actor looked like Wilmer Valderrama. Then the guy in this looked like young Wilmer Valderrama. (laughs) Crazy. Which is. Which is so weird. Okay, so uh, I, 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 I found all the themes that they're talking about fairly universal. Mm-hmm. She's awkward around boys. Right. She wants to be something more than she is. Wanting to put yourself in danger to be a superhero mm-hmm. is a little bit weird to me, but that's the world we live in today. Right. And this is in a world where you have to acknowledge where superheroes exist in this world, so you don't know how people would react if mm-hmm. that was a, a truism of the world you lived in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing they've had to change is she's got the bracelet, yeah. Right. So I was told that they, they can't it can't be done as magic because it would clash with the, she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. So they can't have right. magic. Oh, in it. it has right, to be yeah. it has to be cosmic, not magic, because magic would uh, inherently go against her religious practices. Right. Wait, wait. But there is a group. Um, I forgot what the group is, but they do practice magic. But a lot of Muslim descents, they considered them witches. Interesting. Well, that's what, so, so yeah, they. they that's why they're. Yeah. Yeah. So the so did so uh, to their credit in their goal to be representative of all groups, mm-hmm. they have to acknowledge and deal with a lot of hurdles to make this happen. Like I said, I'm not mm-hmm. against these concepts and and all this representation being done on screen. I hate it when they brag about it in the articles mm-hmm. and make themselves out to be great people. Right. I hate that. Yeah. But I don't think this is an awful trick. Like, I'm just not going to be that guy. I saw a lot of people like, it's stupid. It's bad. I'm not going to be that guy. First of all, it's not for me, so I can acknowledge right. to a point where it's going to work for some people a lot better than it'll work for me. The special yeah. effects are fine. Mm-hmm. It's not bad, but I just didn't appreciate the brown girl concept and also the point out earlier what you said like she wanted to be a superhero just because it's cool no like she basically um if you get a quote from one of her comics she basically wants to be the one that represents everybody right but i I don't know i i just don't like this movie i wish they started off with a different character not this one straight off the back. I don't think people are ready for it. Well, if you wanted to represent everyone, mm-hmm. you shouldn't start by saying, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just a brown girl from yeah. a certain place. Like, what? That's really restrictive. It's, yeah, uh... but I wish they didn't start off with this movie. If they wanted yeah. um, to start with a new superhero, I I don't want this one. Also, remember, she's not just doing this. She's mm-hmm. going to be in the Marvels with, uh, Brie, with Larson. Brie Larson. 
Uh, and we all have yeah. our own. That one I'm fine with everybody crapping on. <laughs> yeah, 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 she sucks. Uh, I can be petty too. Yeah, uh, I don't have to always be uh, the bigger uh, person. The bigger person. <laughs> yeah. uh, as far as I'm concerned, they should put Monica Rambeau at the front of, yes, uh, of the Marvels, who is the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think this actress, uh, I do think it's weird that they keep casting people with no acting experience. They did Why that they with that? they did that with her, and they did that with the girl who's playing the deaf character on uh, Hawkeye. Oh, I yeah, forget yeah. her name. She had a really cool name though. Maya. Uh, she played as Maya. It was the character was Maya, but yeah. I don't remember what the actress's name was. But she had it was her first. She was deaf, and uh, so she was. Um, it, 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 I made a joke because mm-hmm. she she was both deaf and she was uh, uh, uh she had only Very one leg right so so they're like they got like soup she, she's an amputee uh, as somebody who's deaf in one ear I I, I like in that fits for the character because the mm-hmm. character is deaf but so she had no acting experience prior no, she had to, one it, I don't she think so. had one no, but was, it was a um, it she was, was a stage on, play. Yeah. Well, she had no actual movie, movie or TV, oh, so you get thrown into this big role. And to her credit, I hated her in her first episode, but felt that she grew into the mm-hmm. role fairly well. So, so that works. In this, I don't know if I have any like I, I like how uh, Samuel L. Jackson has top billing on Miss Marvel mm-hmm. or on the Marvels, and they moved it from being a Captain Marvel two to being about uh, all the Marvels together because I don't think they have faith that Brie Larson can carry the franchise. Uh, they used her. Smart. They put the movie very specifically yeah. between avengers uh to keep uh, to make that movie relevant it, yeah. it, yes yeah, so we will see how this goes mm-hmm. uh i i do want this uh, i i do hope that this appeals to some people and it does well i us. don't think it's really going to like i can't hate on something that like i said is not where i'm clearly not the target mm-hmm. demographic okay. for this but i'm going to i i tend to be more then you're a bad man brett <laughs> no I, I tend to if anything i think i tend to be more forgiving than mm-hmm. a lot of the people who love these mediums There's just who too are... much knee-jerk reaction mm-hmm. exactly. i don't know i don't think people are ready for it i wish they didn't start off with this what, what do you what do you mean not ready for it because i bet you everybody's gonna like bash this to the ground because it's not what they expected it's gonna be terrible writing terrible acting even though the actress like don't get me wrong i don't i don't mind her she's not that bad i wish there was like better writing to certain um, See, I don't think so. I it. think what's going to happen mm-hmm. is it's going to end up being just like any other Disney. I think it's going to end up being very, very vanilla and very, very safe, yeah. if mm-hmm. anything. Everyone's knee-jerk reactions right now are what they think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the fact of the know. matter is that it will end up being, like I said, they changed her power set. Yeah. They've changed a lot about her to make her uh, appeal to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. That one comment does not necessarily make the whole show bad. That's the the yeah. one thing that you that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, there's the other one, I, I wanted to look up the the... I recognize the mom, uh, and I can't find them listed. Who's the mom? I, I recognized her, but now I don't want to go into it if I can't get a list of the of the actors. In here. But it was somebody that uh, the the mom and the dad from the show are both recognizable figures that I had seen uh, in plenty of other stuff. Uh, so using some established mm-hmm. actors. Yeah, so well, good. yeah, I think that's. Um, also, I have a question: Why is Disney like basing all most of their characters in Canada? That is weird. I don't know. So uh, maybe They're... Canada is finally sick of being portrayed as New York. Why does everything have to be filmed in Canada mm-hmm. and then uh, made to be New York right. or, or Washington, D.C.? They're like, yeah. no, we need more stuff to take. This doesn't take place in Canada. New Jersey. I know, but like, <laughs> no, earlier I heard you said that she's Canadian. That's why I got confused. The actress that. is Canadian. Oh, I my believe. bad. Oh, uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was kind of confused. I was like, I thought she was an American because... <laughs> It says um, in one of her quotes that she's not quite American, but not quite 
Muslim. Mm. Uh, I, listen, I, I don't know how much they're going to go into the religion. I'm guessing that the religion will be used, but not super highlighted. It, it will be a, explicitly. It'll be a yeah, backdrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, part if of you it. watch the first trailer, they do um, show them praying. Yeah, but I'm saying I, I, there's probably not a whole lot of it. It's probably mm. uh, peppered in there to a reasonable amount. They're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna bludgeon you over the head with it. But I do appreciate it because, like, I have a friend. Um, she was talking about this, like, because like. She, I feel like she might identify with this where she's American and she's also Middle Eastern descent and like she doesn't feel like she's quite belonging in one. Yeah. And like since this girl's not wearing a hijab, um, she might blend in more. I but... was going to ask about that because I don't know enough about mm-hmm. the religion to like. It, it, so that just means they're not uh, they're not very strict. The parents are not super strict. Yeah, if you're in the U.S., you don't have to. You don't okay. have to, but There's it depends so on your freedom. parents. Okay. Right. Of course. Yeah. It depends on your parents. Basically, like my friend, she had to wear it because her dad said you have to. You oh, have well, to follow by gotta, tradition. Okay. Yeah. And. But the only time they can take it off is when they're close, um, like only in the house with their family mm-hmm. and anybody who's like a close female friend. Um, no, guys that... are not allowed to unless they're family. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that's played out. I don't, like I said, I think that will be, I don't think that will be a super important part of the show. Right. They want to get, they want to represent without, if they're doing mm-hmm. it properly, they want representation without, like you said, making it super inaccessible mm-hmm. to everyone else. Hopefully they do. Yep. Like, so we'll uh, I bet you they might complain that it might be whitewashed because like the whole hijab thing and then like the whole religion thing. Daredevil, uh, Christianity, uh, Catholicism is a huge part of the Daredevil right. character, but it's not it's not overbearing. It's, it's, done, it's a defining factor of who he is, but it's not done in a preachy. Uh, it's, it's usually mm-hmm. related to the stories. I don't think they're brave enough mm-hmm. to make uh, to, to draw that too much into this. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have enough faith in the writers that they could make this about uh, Again, I wish they didn't start off with this because it's going to get messy somewhere. Well, yeah, definitely. Well, that's what I said, but remember, this is not a this is not a Netflix show for a TV MA audience. Mm-hmm. This is a Disney Plus show for a TV YA audience. Mm-hmm. You're going to get something very, very akin to bubblegum pop music yeah. in, t- in entertainment form. That's yeah. fair. So, all right, Miracle. There's uh, there's one more thing you need to ta- tell us about, and that's uh, Hollow Live. Yes. Uh, English opens first mm-hmm. auditions for male virtual YouTubers. Oh. I sent you this like uh, two weeks ago, but I think you glazed no, over you it. No, s- you sent this to me like a week ago. And a I just, I, I pushed it. And mm-hmm. I, But I, I something came I'm... up the other day that made me want to bring this up today. So go ahead and tell tell them about this. So, <laughs> are you guys familiar with VTubers? Mm-hmm. Yep. So VTubers are basically uh, CGI. It came up in the Amaranth mm-hmm. thing yesterday yeah. with G4 TV mm-hmm. and everything going on with them and their sudden reversal on uh, uh, sexism in gaming and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So keep going. So VTubers are visual um, YouTubers. Basically, you don't see the real person's face. They use something to cover it up like CGI. And it's like a little anime girl. And you guys remember the whole anime girl fiasco where it showed the guy's true face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. So right now, they're the biggest things right now. Um, Tim has mentioned them, too. They're, like, number one in streaming. Yeah. Because so we're on the list, but everyone else is a YouTuber. Yeah. Just hilarious. Which is very funny <laughs> to me because, like, people don't like looking at real people anymore. They like looking at cartoons because... We're glorious. People don't mind looking at us. Yes. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, With like, exception. right now, I'm kind of excited because now they're doing males. You don't see a lot of male uh, VTubers. Newest round of auditions for female characters launched on December 28th. No deadline stated. Mm-hmm. Covercorp uh, announced on Friday that it has opened auditions for the first wave of male virtual YouTubers under the... Well, how do you pronounce that company? Wait, what? Olive? 
Um, Hololive. Hololive. Yeah. Uh, English group. According to the English press release, applicants must have live streaming experience, be able to perform as a male character. Actual gender is irrelevant. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because the same thing, like the female ones, okay. um, they're not actually female. Most of them are males. Oh. You guys got to remember it because they use a voice modification oh, to make geez. them sound Careful. more feminine. We are living in a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because uh, like the one that I told you, I think he was like the most popular one until that whole fiasco. Oh it kind of went downhill or uphill. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, people were shocked by it. They're like, you're a dude. I'm a little bit. I was a little bit shocked. I mean, it's kind of like the 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 old joke about like you like you, they show like a, somebody calling a phone sex hotline. And it's like, <laughs> It's like an old. It's like a. It's like a grandma. Yeah. Uh, saying like really, really creepy stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah. This would be the really world we live in. Yikes. But I think this is also cool that they're doing English ones because like it's kind of harder to pull off English males to sound more masculine if you're a female, mm -hmm. unless you're the voice actor for Ash Ketchum. Yes. Right. But, um, but other than that, like it might be harder because you can tell it's like female unless they're doing the voice modification thing i don't know how they're going to do the Who whole voices process the aunts and the simpsons the aunt oh i don't yeah. know oh i don't know but bart simpson is voiced by a... well i know but i assume yeah. that you would know who you being the simpsons expert would have known who voiced the i aunts. don't check the voice actors because sometimes i'm lazy bro uh, i'll check it out which uh, aunt are you talking about pata both um, of them i think both, have the same voice. they both have okay. the same voice so yeah. I, I was just curious it's not really relevant i was just curious so, uh, so, they must be able to, so they can. They have to be able to play as a male character. Well, the mm -hmm. actual gender is irrelevant. Uh, they must be able to speak fluent English, be able mm -hmm. to stream at least three times a week for a minimum duration of one year. So that's like a what? Signing a contract. Yeah. It must yeah. be at least eighteen years of age. Uh, the Japanese-speaking spin-off group Holostars, Holostars, uh, yes. the Japanese-speaking spin-off group of Hololive, uh, featuring male male characters, uh, posted a recruitment video ad on its YouTube channel. I just thought this was very very weird. And uh, I, I'm very glad that I don't <laughs> engage in oh, that's this. That's a little weird, yeah. It's a cult, bro. It's, it's, it... That's so How so? No, I feel like it's a cult. They're like, come join us now. Yes, Ooh, now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but no, like legit, this is really popular. This is why I wanted to talk about it because there is Japanese mobile games where like the characters talk to you and like you can set them as alarm clocks. I used to have one. And one of what? my favorite ones was a voice actor for Naruto. Oh, my. Um, but he played as um his character that he played as was Kakashi Sensei, and that's what I loved about. Okay. It. Oh, um, but yeah, basically, like, dude, this is gonna be bigger so you would than be, anything. So you would be one of those characters. I could, but I I don't want to be like I can barely read and speak half of the time. <laughs> I imagine that uh, when your catchphrase is "I can't English very well," that's I can't catchphrase. English right now. That like mm -hmm. uh, it would be a little bit hard, I think. Yeah. No, so. but it could be a cute little quirk if it's a cartoon. Does this creep you out? No, I think it's, it's interesting. It's a niche. I think it's the market providing what is mm -hmm. there's it's, demand. It's very for. interesting too. Yeah. Like, I, I like springing it on you because mm -hmm. I don't know if you would find something like this. No, to I don't be... find it like offensive or creepy. Or creepy. No, it takes like, a uh, lot. Yes. So I just, <laughs> I thought this was very very interesting. Like uh, yeah. I, I was originally going to skip over because it is more like sometimes Miracle will send me stuff. That's, it's like casting announcements and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, it's hard to get yeah. a video out of it. But I was just like, wait gender is irrelevant I, I just thought that, that was very fascinating yeah. like uh more glitches mm -hmm. where the screen pops and shows the actual person <laughs> no it would be funny if like if it were a girl if yeah. it was a girl great. and they're like it's a trap <laughs> ah, it's a trap a backwards trap <laughs> it's a reverse trap yeah, yeah dude so. um i remember it was like a big thing in anime where like the characters are like either reverse traps or traps like um my favorite character is haroshi from 
Orin High School Host Club, and it was actually a girl, but they thought it was a dude because short hair. That's and very Shakespearean. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So I be I think it's based on that, but a lot of it like there's like huge memes about it where like you can't tell which one is which because know, they right? draw them so flu like gender fluid. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people identify with anime because you can't tell unless like they tell you physically in the anime. Yeah. So I feel like this is a cool concept and people will freak out if there was a glitch and it's like a pretty <laughs> great. Um, it up. Twitch streamer. And they're like, oh my God, it's Pokimane. Yep. <laughs> Poor Pokimane. Oh, I love her. Do you? I, I love her because like she's very quirky and I have seen like interviews with she's her. She's the weird uh, one who brags about being rich but then talks about... Uh, no, um, you know, originally her original career, she didn't want to be a gamer. She Her parents like when she started as a kid so she has an older when she brother. started as a kid no, but she got her first job being a kid <laughs> so when she was a kid like she has an older brother um she was like more focused on academics and she wanted to be um some i think she wanted to be a doctor or a surgeon one of those two and her brother was really into video games but now the roles have reversed the free market showed her what she didn't that she did not have to be a doctor Mm -hmm. to make doctor money uh and the rest is history but she's so cutesy and i love her she's so adorable like um you guys have to watch just kidding news like um her original interviews it's so adorable she's a socialist right she's she's, no the socialist is the bernie sanders girl yeah yeah um uh uh, i forget i forgot her name but I loved okay, it. How Nico or something? Uh, Maybe. Nico. Yeah, Nicolol. yeah. Oh, I wish I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I agree. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I think it's funny, but good for her. She bought a million dollar house. Yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Uh, I always like to see people doing well. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. But All right. Capitalism uh, is beautiful. <laughs> it is a beautiful thing, is it not? Yeah, yes, it, it is. is. But right. Brett, you should audition for this. Uh, sign me up. Do it. Sign yeah. me up. There's links. Do it. Uh, yeah, well, That'd be a great vlog. Oh, you my. Li- oh, you haven't live streamed those recorded. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh my yes. God! We can ask somebody to. I can fake it. Yeah. Oh. There you go. You've been recording for a while. Uh, you can. We can ask somebody to animate something for you. You can pay people to get like motion detector uh, animations, where like this one guy, his name is like Deep. I don't know why he chose Deep, but he is the host for Cartoon Universe, and he has oh. a cartoon that basically moves whenever he moves and like it lucky him and it does facial expressions Interesting. yeah it's like that guy that that sheena milwani her husband has yeah. like a face over it so he doesn't have to reveal his face yeah all right. awesome That's all nice. right we should do that for you we'll, we'll talk about it <laughs> after we'll talk about it we'll, <laughs> maybe maybe in like 10 years okay uh, okay Sounds we'll good. do a little duck call it mccrequestern that was awful. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I like stuttered. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys, thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, was super fun. So uh, I almost called you Hannah Claire. I'm so Hannah used Claire. to. It's a... <laughs> Lydia, why yes. don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media? You guys can find me on social media on Twitter and Minds.com at Sour Patchlets and on Instagram at Real Sour Patchlets. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes. And yeah, it was a blast. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on social media, Miracle? <laughs> oh. I don't have social media because it rots your brain. Oh, she's, I love it. She's absolutely right about that, love it. which is why you can come rot your brain on Instagram with me at Brett Dasovic. Yes. For the show, please go to YouTube, uh, like the videos, leave comments on the videos. We appreciate that very, very much. Mm-hmm. After you've done that, please then go into the description box of any one of those and go and find the Spotify playlist that has the full episode start to finish. Uh, it's the best way to watch the show or to listen to the show. I always say watch the show. It's the best way to listen to the show. You you would miss so much of this witty banter yes. uh, if you don't. Uh, 
uh, if you don't listen to it there. We're also on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, and on Pandora. And then on social media, we are on Facebook. Uh, or, sorry, we're on Twitter, at yeah. popculture underscore show. And then you will make Dane very, very happy by following us on yes. Facebook and on TikTok, at popculturecrisis. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.